Bavakama Perkei Mishnah Aleph five one. We now start the fifth chapter, and the topic, big gadol, in the big picture, is about boar, meaning we've moved on largely from the topic of damage caused by livestock. This fifth chapter talks about the damages of boar, and then the sixth one will talk about the damage of ish. Uh, but we have one more mission here that wraps things up, and this mishnah um, is not a difficult mishnah by any means, but the words are a little bit uh, confounding. So let me explain this Mishnah outside first without any words. Hopefully it will be clear, and then we can go back to the words inside. So, we know that when a Tam animal damages, um, that kicks in two separate clauses, the clause of Chatinezek and the clause of Migufo, which means, just for example, if you have, as the first words of our Mishnah state, Shor Shnaga Chasapara, you have a bull which gores a cow, and let's just say the bull is a Tam animal, and let's say that the bull was worth a uh, hundred, and the cow was worth a thousand, so, and let's say after it's been gored, it's worth zero. So the total damage incurred by the nizak, the owner of the cow, is a thousand, but the obligations the mazik must pay is chatzinezek, half the damages, or 500. But because the value of the bull, let's say, is only 100, so then all he'll have to give over is the bull or the value of the bull, meaning 100. And we call that payment of 100 chatzinezek. And let's speak that out for a second. The cow was worth a thousand. It, after the injury, it's worth zero. So the damage is 500, and yet we're calling a payment of 100 chatzinezek. So you see that the word chatzinezek doesn't literally mean half any particular number. It's not 50% of some number. It's this these two clauses working in tandem of paying half the damages, limited by the total value of the animal that caused the damage. Okay, now the topic of our Mishnah is uh, a suffix. What happens if we don't know exactly the value of the damaged or the damaging animal. And how could that be? So the case of our Mishnah is that the um, you have a bull and a cow, one damaging the other, and the cow was pregnant. But we don't know whether the, the goring occurred before or after the cow gave birth. Okay, so that will mean it's a question whether or not included in the calculations do we also include the calf or the, the stillborn fetus or not. Okay? Now, the principle that's governing our Mishnah, and we actually have no, in the Mishnah there's no second opinion, is that of Simchas. Simchas, who's a Tana, who held, his shita was, Mamon Hamutl Basafik, if you have money, which is now sort of being adjudicated by the Bezdin, and we don't know to whom we should give it. So then, Cholkin, we divide it 50-50, giving half to each of the two parties. So that means if we don't know what to do, we just, you know, we split the difference and give each party half. That's Simchas's opinion. It's not the opinion of the halacha, but it's the opinion expressed in our Mishnah. So, uh, with that in mind, um, the Mishnah is going to talk about that very case, and it's going to use the following expression. It's going to say, listen, if, I'll use the most difficult case first, the last part of the Mishnah, if it's the cow that gored the bull, and we're not sure whether the cow had given birth or not, that means that the limit of Megufo, we're not sure if that includes the value of just the cow, or of the cow and the calf it bore. Meaning, if the cow did the goring while it was pregnant, and then afterwards it gave birth to the calf, so we have, in terms of the, the bounds of limitation, the limit of liability, it's the Magufo claim, it, it's both on the cow and the calf. But if the cow gave birth first, so the calf is out of the picture, and then the cow gored the bull, so then the Magufo limitation is limited just to the cow and excludes the calf entirely. The calf was not involved in the goring. Meaning if the cow was pregnant, we consider the calf, you know, as adding its own mass, it's part of the part of the equation, it caused part of the damage as well. 
Now, in a case where we don't know if the calf was born before or after the goring, so the din's going to be that the owner of the cow and calf, the mazik, will pay chatzin nezek, megufo, to the victim, the owner of the bull. Um, but that means he'll pay up to the, the total value of his cow, plus the calf is a question mark. Maybe he has to give the calf, and maybe he doesn't. And therefore, um, the rule will be in our Mishnah, we split the difference. We say, okay, he'll pay half of what he would otherwise have to, had to pay. Okay? And the, the notion of paying half of what he would have to pay and what he would have had to pay is called, quote-unquote, chatzinezek. The Mishnah will refer to it as a quarter, a half of a half, which is a quarter. Even though the same way I said before, chatzinezek may not be 50% of anything, certainly this revia, this quarter in the Mishnah, the half of the half, will not be a quarter of any particular number in any of the, you know, any of the equations, if you, you know what I mean. So, that's the idea, okay? So the din's going to be, simply put, I'm going to summarize the din now, okay? The first case of the Mishnah is that the bull gores the cow, and we don't know if the cow was pregnant, but when we come to see the scene of the crime, we find a dead cow, and beside it we see a dead fetus of a cow. So the witnesses say we know that the bull gored the cow. They say we don't know if the cow had first given a stillborn baby or not. We don't know if the bull caused the death of the calf as well. Therefore, for the part we know for sure, the cow, the owner of the bull will have to pay and as far as the calf goes, he also has to pay the half the value of the calf, but since we don't know um, if he's obligated or not, and we're going to say, we don't know what to do, the Bezim will say, since it's a question mark, we just don't know, no one knows if the bull killed the calf or not, then we'll split the difference and we'll pay half of the chatzinezek. So simple numbers here. Let me illustrate that with the numbers here. If we have the bull is worth a thousand and the cow is worth a hundred and the calf is worth ten, the bull gores the calf. Excuse me, the bull gores the cow, and it was pregnant at some point in the past. Now we discover we know for sure the bull killed the cow. We don't know if it also caused the death of the calf or if that that unborn, stillborn, whatever it is, calf was born first. So, therefore, we'll pay, the mazik will pay half the value of the dead cow, which was worth 100. Now it's worth zero, so he'll pay 50. And he also would pay, if he had caused for certainty, caused the death of the the fetal cow, the baby calf, he also pay half of that, and half of, let's say, called 10 is now 5. So you pay 50 plus 5. But since we don't know if he has to pay that 5 or not, because maybe the calf was born first, stillborn, and the bull didn't cause his death, he'll pay half of that half, half of the 5, which the Mishra referred to as a quarter. In our case here, it'll be 2.5 towards the dead calf, because of the suffix. So that means he'd pay a total of 50 Chatzinezek for the cow, and a revia, half of a half nezek. Half nezek would be, the total was 10 of the calf, half would be 5, half that again is a 2.5. Okay, that's the first part of the Mishnah, straightforward enough. It says, Shor para. We see in the distance, we have witnesses that observe a bull that gores a cow, which we know was pregnant before, but we don't know if it was pregnant still or if it had already given birth. And we go to the scene of the crime, the Nimtza Ubra Betsida, and we go to check it out, and we find that there's a dead, un, you know, a dead uh, fetus of a cow beside the dead cow. We don't know if first um, the cow had given birth 
and then the cow gored it. Or if the cow first had been gored by the bull, and then it, it you know, and as part of the death throes, gave birth to this, you know, to this dead, this dead calf. So then the owner of the bull, Michel Mechatzinezek Lepara, he pays half of the depreciation of the cow, because that's certain. Uravia Nezek Levlad, and he pays literally a quarter of the damage, meaning a half of the half um, that he would have to pay of Chatzinezek for the dead calf. Again, if the calf was worth 10 before, if it be healthy, now it's worth zero afterwards, and Chatzinezek therefore is five. He's paying half of that half, which is two and a half. Okay. On the other side, Vachain. If it's the Parash Nagcha Esashor, that's it's going the other way around. So again, the, well, the bull is a thousand, the cow is a hundred, uh, and a calf is worth 10. And let's say it's the parash nagach esashor. We know that um, this cow had been pregnant. We see in the distance the cow goring the bull. Bull dies. When we go to the scene of the crime, we discover venimza vlada betzida. We find that the cow has given birth to a calf. So we have one dead bull on the scene of the crime and a cow and its baby calf alive. Ve'en yadua im ad shlo yalda. We just don't know when the calf was born. Was it um, born prior to the goring? Or if it was born after the goring? So then, So now, there'll be a chatzinezek payment to the owner of the bull from the cow, meaning the, cow, the, the bull was worth a thousand. Now it's worth zero. So the, if we just forget... There's such things with the calf now, just the cow itself. The cow is worth 100. So Chatzinezek of 1,000 is 500. But since it's Magufo, it's capped at the value of the cow. So the owner of the cow can just give the cow itself or the $1,000. Either way, the point is that the the, the 100 value of the cow goes now to the bull owner, the Nizek, and that will be all. Okay? that's called, Even though it's 100 out of 1,000, that's called Chatzinezek because of Magufo. Now, as for the calf, if we knew for certain that the calf had not been born when the cow gored the bull. So then, the calf will be included in the equation, and the calf is accountable of Magufo as well. And therefore, the owner of the cow, since he hasn't paid the full 500, would not just give over his cow, but the calf as well. And now it would be called Chatzinezek, just giving the 110, the cow for 100, calf plus 10, 110, that would be called Chatzinezek, because that's limited Magufo. But we don't know if this calf is really, um, you know, to be included in the compensation limitation because maybe the calf had been born first, in which case the calf had nothing to do with the goring, and therefore it's not liable to Magufo at all. So since we don't know, we're going to say, listen, it's a moment of mutabasafik, the bed doesn't know what to do, and therefore the owner of the calf will pay half of what he would have otherwise paid if he knew for certain that he was liable. Because maybe he is liable for the full calf, that would be 10. Maybe he's liable for none of the calf, which would be uh, 0. And therefore, he's going to give half the value of the calf, meaning 5. Which means, in the scenario I gave, the owner of the cow and calf, the mazik, would give the whole cow for 100, plus half the calf for 5, 105 total. And that would be called giving chatzinezek, or more specifically, it's paying chatzinezek with the cow, and half of the chatzinezek of, with the calf. And half of the chatzinezek, half of a half, is a quarter, so to speak. Um, and that's what the Mishnah says here. Mishalom chatzinezek min hapara. So you pay a full damage with the cow, up to chatzinezek, like we know, megufo. Uravia nezek min havlad. 
and literally a quarter of the damage from the calf. Okay? Now let me give two other examples to make sure this is clear. Example number one. The cow is worth a hundred, the bull is worth a thousand, the calf is worth ten if they're all healthy. But the bull gored the cow, excuse me, the cow gored the bull, um, and it was pregnant. We don't know if it gave birth before or after, so we come to see the crime. We have one dead bull that's depreciated by a thousand, and we have one living cow and one living calf. A hundred plus ten. Fine. Now let's just say, for argument's sake, uh, we don't know if the calf is on the hook, also, but we do know that um, the, the, at, at the scene of the crime, the cow walks off the end of a cliff and it's gone. So now we don't have any cow anymore in the picture. All we have left is just a calf. Okay? So the calf um, is worth 10. The damage is worth is 1,000. Chatanezik is 500. So the owner of the cow, which is now dead, and the calf, the mazik, will say to the nizik, he'll say, listen, the cow is out the picture because it's gone off the cliff. As for the calf, well, maybe I owe it to you and maybe I don't. So I'll give you half of the calf, okay? In other words, five. So even though the, the total damage is 1,000, he's getting half of the calf. The calf has to pay what's called chatzinezek, but he'll pay only half of the obligation for chatzinezek. So that means it'll be half of a half, so to speak, which is a quarter, as the Mishnah calls it. But what that will mean is that a total of half of one calf, meaning five, will go to the owner of the bull. That's called the revia of our Mishnah. And similarly, one other example. But now I'm giving... Um, slightly different numbers, okay? Let's say the bull was worth 202, okay? And the cow was worth 100, and the calf is worth 10. Now, the cow goes and gores the bull. It was 202, now it's worth zero, okay? So now, the total liability of Chatzinezek is half of 202, which is 101. Now, we give the owner of the cow, of course, has to give the cow for Chatzinezik, so the whole cow goes over to the bull owner, the Nizik. Now, that was, that's not the full Chatzinezik payment, right? Because he's owed 101. So, and he only got 100 so far. So the last one should be coming from the calf. But the owner of the calf is, it's monomotobasafik. Maybe he owns it, owes it, and maybe he doesn't owe it, the one. So he'll pay. Half. He'll split the difference. He'll pay half of that one. So he'll pay a half to the to the uh, owner, the nizak, the owner of the bull, and therefore the total payment will be a hundred and a half. The hundred will be a chatzinezik payment, and the half will be called splitting the difference, halving of the chatzinezik, a half of a half, which we're calling here ravia a quarter. Okay, that's the that's the meaning of the mishnah. That's the, the intention of the words. Lahalacha, however, although there's no one arguing this Mishnah, we don't rule like Sumchas. We rule like the Chacham who hold that, not Mamunamotabasafik Cholkin, but rather that if the Bezin doesn't know what to do, the rule is Hamotimachavero Alavaraya. The burden of proof rests on the one who's trying to extract money. In this case, it's going to be the Nizak who lost his, let's say, whatever, the bull in the latter case. And since the, the Nizak, the bull owner, will not be able to prove that the calf is on the hook at all, because maybe it was, maybe it wasn't born yet. Therefore, he'll collect Chatzinezik only from the cow, and he'll collect nothing at all from the calf, because he has no proof that the calf is on the hook, meaning there's no proof that the mazik has any obligation to pay from the calf towards his damaged bull.